Welcome to the Tennis Podcast. Why so glum? You know perfectly well why I'm so glum. Because I lost my half of the audio for the first hour and a half that we spent recording. Hang on, we're going to get into it, but you first tell them your name. My name is Brandon. This is the Tennis Podcast and normally on this show we guess each other's top 10 lists. However, as Brandon alluded to, we recorded a stellar episode earlier this week. I... I I'm not even joking when I say this. When we finished recording, I was like, you know what? That's one of our better episodes. I'm, I'm really happy with that one. Five minutes later, Brandon says, hey, Nick, I, uh, well, I, uh, you know, I, well, I accidentally lost my half of the audio. So, you know, because Brandon and I, we call each other on Skype and we record ourselves independently and then I, when editing, combine the two files. So, the episode this week basically would have been just me talking to nobody because Brandon's audio was lost. So, Brandon said, hang on, Nick, I can fix this. So, Brandon recorded a special, a a second separate episode with his wife as a guest co-host and together... How nice of her. Thank you for doing that, wife. Yeah. And wife, Mrs. Brooke, she filled in for me and I was excited to hear it. Brandon turned, he says, don't worry, Nick, I got you. I got you, fam. He sends me the file of himself and Brooke doing a top 10 list and the audio is shit. The audio quality is shit. Not the, not the quality of content. Brooke did great. I'm sure Brooke is very disappointed right now because she thought this was going to be her big break. She thought this was her way out because she was going to hit a big, it's going to be started for Hollywood career. <sighs> so, now... And I goofed it. This is our third attempt at an episode for this week. Since this is our third attempt and we're running tight on uh, time, we decided rather than go another week with no episode, we wanted to record something and get it out. However, I didn't have the time to do a whole new list of notes and I also didn't have time to edit a longer episode. So, we're going to keep it short and sweet today and I'm also, I have not told Brandon this yet but I don't have a top 10 list. I have something else for him today. A top 5 list? A pop quiz. Okay. Have I, wait, first, have I been sufficiently scolded? Is my backside red enough? I want everyone to take out a notepad, take out a pen, take that pen, take it to the paper and write, Brandon is the sidekick host and I want you to take that piece of paper and tape it up on your wall next to where you sleep so that every night when you go to bed and every morning when you wake up, you can be reminded if there's ever any doubt. I'm going to go to Twitter and... See if they demote my handle to at sidekick host. Well, I am just giving you a hard time because it happens. It's not a big deal but we are here now to try to make things right. Accidents happen and when they do, you take a piece of toilet paper and grab that little turd ball off the floor hmm. and then you proceed to change your pants and wash the floor hmm. and you pretend like none of it ever happened. Precisely. And Brooke, I want to thank you. I know you're listening right now. I want to thank you for for your effort and you did a great job and we'll uh, try that again sometime soon but... It was a great job. I think... I think sometimes... The blatant favoritism and nepotism on display right now. Sometimes... Is baffling. (laughs) Okay. Like I said, third attempt at an episode this week so we're going to keep it short and sweet and we're going to go off format with a pop quiz. Brandon? Okay. How are your geography skills? I feel like they're better than... Are they better or worse than your episode recording skills? They're better. I feel like they're better okay. than average. Whoa. Well, and I don't know what is, what do you consider average because where does average fall? Because I feel like I'm probably slightly above average. 
if, if average is a 50 out of 100, I'm probably about 60. Well, we're going to put that to the test today because we're doing a geography pop quiz. So, what I have here is... Do you know the answers? To some, but the others I had to look up. Okay. You're doing the pop quiz. I have the answers in front of me. Okay. The questions start fairly easy for the average geography person and then they go to probably pretty impossible unless you look up the answers. So, we're all going to learn something here today. Are you ready? Yeah, pop quiz me. Okay. The first question is... And these get more interesting, I promise. Okay. Uh, But the first question is, what is the capital of the state of Alaska? Oh, shit. Should should I replay the tape from 30 seconds ago when you said you're above average in geography skills? Is it Juneau? It's Juneau. Okay. The answer is Juneau. In fact, in 1906, after the decline of whaling and the fur trade, Sitka, the original capital of Alaska, became less important. And the territorial legislature moved the seat of government to Juneau. And I'm pulling this from Wikipedia, by the way. Uh, Juneau was the largest city in Alaska during the interwar years, passing Fairbanks in the 1920 census. However, today Juneau is a distant second, I think distant third or fourth from the largest city in Alaska, which is? Nome. What the fuck, Brandon? Is it right? Is it Nome? Nome was going to be my other guess. No. It's not? Isn't there, there's a whole movie about how there's like 100 people in Nome. Oh, well, I just knew the name, the word Nome. I don't know. Another city in Alaska? Anchorage. Anchorage. Is by far the largest city in Alaska. 400,000, including the metropolitan area compared to just 31,000 for Juneau. So, Anchorage is a place people go when they want to disappear, isn't it? Like all the dads who went out for a pack of cigarettes eventually made their way to Alaska. Well, if you're going to live in Alaska, Anchorage is the place to live. It's the New York City of Alaska. Does it have like skyscrapers? Yes, it's a big, huge fucking metropolitan city. I got to look it up. I'm checking it out. Yeah, there's some tallish buildings. Man, the mountains around it are huge. Yeah, and we have listeners in Alaska and Anchorage. Cool. So, send Brandon a tweet at Equal Co-host. If you see our dads, tell them to come home. So, how are you feeling so far? That was the easiest question on this list for sure. <laughs> I'm feeling bad. Okay. I'm feeling below average. I'm feeling about a 40 now. You ready for the next one? Yes. What is the most populous city in the entire world? Hmm. Then I'll give you a hint. Mm-hmm. There is no US cities in the top 10 even. We'll do a whole list on this someday. Is it Tokyo? No. Beijing? No. Is it... Delhi. No. Is it in India? It's in China. I got Beijing, Hong Kong. Isn't Hong Kong a country? I don't know. Or a region. It's not Hong Kong. Shanghai. It is Shanghai, China with 24.1 million residents. That's more than twice as many as New York, right? That's uh, New York has, uh, I believe, 8 million. Well, actually, I think it's 8 million in the city proper. Anyway, yeah, it's, it's at least double, I think, of New York City. Uh, and New York's pretty big. Is that one of those cities where the apartment buildings are impossibly tall and people literally live stacked on top of each other? I mean, yeah, I'm sure it is. Why don't you look up Shanghai, China while, while you're in your Google machine here? Our audience probably knows it better from the film Shanghai Nights. And Shanghai Noon. It's a very futuristic looking city. Have you seen Shanghai Nights and Shanghai Noon? 
Shanghai Nights is the first one. No, no. Shanghai Noon is the first one. Yeah, I saw Shang- it's like a Western. I saw Shanghai Noon. I don't think I saw Shanghai Nights. Did you see Rush Hour? Yes. What's the better buddy cop movie? Rush Hour. It's totally Rush Hour. The buddy cop, the buddy Jackie Chan movies? Yeah. Did you know Jackie Chan is a real dickhead in real life? Whoa, hot take. Like he has cut his children out of his will and inheritance? Is your mission... Did you start this podcast with me for no other reason than to destroy everyone's heroes? Destroy celebrity dads? Yeah. What's going on? Why is he... Why'd he do that to his kids? Maybe his kids deserved it. In those movies, he looks so sweet and innocent and, well, then very dangerous with his hands and feet. But he's so, like, kind of cute and goofy, but I guess, no, he's a stone cold uh, dickhead. <laughs> um, wow, okay. Well, do you know, can you give us some talking points or evidence of why and how he's a dickhead? A stone that. cold dickhead. I just heard that. I don't know. I guess I, now I have to look up Jackie Chan. I guess I'm doing Nick's notes for you. Well, if you're throwing around wild accusations like that, I feel like you need to substantiate it. Let's see if it's on his wiki page. Then you know it's, it's serious. Personal life. Okay. In 1982, Jackie Chan married Joan Lin, a Taiwanese actress. Their son... J.C. Chan was born that year. After Jackie Chan engaged in an extramarital affair with Elaine... Bennis? Elaine, just the lady named Elaine, an illegitimate daughter by the name of Etta, just Etta, was born in 1999. It turned into a scandal. He gave Elaine 70,000 Hong Kong dollars, HK dollars, a month, and then 600,000 a month later... Uh, Then he tried to lie about it. He said he only committed a fault that many men in the world commit. Please stop. You're ruining this. Jackie Chan is a cuddly little man. I don't want to know that he's doing these things. I I choose to remain ignorant. Ooh, controversy. Political views and controversy. Hmm. I don't like that sound. I think he might be a commie. Well, he's from China. China's a communist country. Ooh, he was named in the Panama Papers. He said the United States was the most corrupt country in the world. And he said that back in 2012. He should see it today. I mean, he's probably right, but you know what? Fuck you, Jackie Chan. <laughs> no, don't yeah. fuck. Listener of the show, Jackie Chan, you're going to hurt his feelings. Uh, hey, if you're listening right now and you're Jackie Chan, go ahead and unsubscribe. <laughs> Whoa, that's my line, first of all. Oh my God. Okay. We're going to move on from uh, all the Jackie Chan fans out there writing a bad review for us right now. Brandon, here's your next question. Where's the hottest inhabitable place on earth? You do mean hottest like temperature, right? (laughs) Yeah. Not hottest in like (laughs) rock your socks off nightlife. Is it Death Valley? No. death Is Death Valley inhabitable? I mean, from the the name makes me believe no. (laughs) This is the hottest place where people live year-round. Hmm. You'll, you will never guess it. But it, go, is ahead it, throw, go ahead and throw a few out there. Is it in Africa? It's in the Horn of Africa. So, it's like right on the... Is it the Sudan? No. Libya? No. Just tell me. It's uh, Dalal, Ethiopia. The annual mean temperature, according to Wikipedia, our friends Wikipedia, the average daily maximum temperature... Uh, is 106 degrees Fahrenheit, and that's year-round. Whoa. Yeah. 
the year-round average 106 degrees Fahrenheit. Is it a dry heat? I don't know. If any of our listeners in Dalal, Ethiopia want to tweet us at Tennis Pod and let us know if it's a dry heat and tag Brandon, let us know, is Dalal, Ethiopia, is it a dry heat? Any other questions for Ethiopian listeners? Well, I'm trying to figure out, like, why do the, if it's so damn hot, why are they still living there? I, I don't know. What's the big deal? Maybe they got a great amusement park there that people don't want to part ways with. Maybe the cost of living is just so damn good. I, I don't know, Brandon. I don't. I got to look at a picture of this. But place. I'm surprised because this is in Northern Africa. I thought. Holy hell, have you seen a picture of this place? No. It looks like something, uh, I, it makes me feel like I'm. I've just taken acid. Oh, I see it. Yeah. It looks it's like, like some, neon colored. It looks like something out of a video game. It looks like a landscape out of a science fiction movie. Whoa, that is wild. All right. Everyone look up Dalal, Ethiopia and it's spelled D-A-L-L-O-L. It's uh, interesting looking. People live here year round, Brandon. Well, I guess I know why people still want to live there. This looks crazy. I would love to live li- live near this. If it no, you wasn't wouldn't. for the incredible heat. Brandon can't take the heat. If this was a couple miles away from my house, that would be really great. But Brandon, if it was a couple of miles away from your house, it would be 106 degrees in November, December. No, I would have that moved here when it, where it wasn't so hot. But then it wouldn't look like that anymore. I bet we could figure that out. I bet we could put a heater in it. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Hey, uh, what's your over-under on how long until... We have civilians living on Mars. Civilians? Yeah. Oh, man. 2070? Okay, so that's, that's not that bad. 51 years? Yeah. I think that's a good... No, I think that's right on... That's probably what I would guess. How long do you think until a man or woman is on Mars? And I do... I actually really do hope that at least the symbolism of a man being the first to step on the moon that the female astronaut because aren't like part of the problem with getting to mars is called the stuff you have to take and all the stuff all the well you have to take the stuff to keep you alive the food the life support systems the tennis podcast <laughs> all the right the storage space for podcasts so it is probably in the interest of nasa to prefer astronauts who are scientists but are also smaller in stature. So, maybe that makes more sense for more women to go and for a lady to be the first lady on, the, on Mars. Because all women are just smaller than men, huh? Well, a lot of them are. You fucking pig. I didn't make them that way. No, uh, whoa. So, now, okay. That now wasn't my... Pe- right. <laughs> well, all of our NASA listeners out there, give us a yeah, call. Please tell me what's going on. Every time they put out like these scientific papers, I know there's good stuff in there but I'm not smart enough to understand. No, and you're not smart enough to get even one of these questions yet right on Geography Pop Quiz. I got the very first one right. No, you didn't. I said you know. Ah, fuck off. (laughs) We just talked about the hottest inhabitable place on earth. What about the coldest? Is it in Antarctica? No. So, the South Pole and some other places in Antarctica are colder than the most inhabitable place on earth. However, people that go there are considered visitors, not inhabitants because they're usually there for a year or less. Okay. We're talking about places that have full-time year-round residents and it is Oimakyo... 
Is it in Mongolia? No. Oy Mayakon, it's in uh, the district of Sakha Republic in Russia, has the coldest monthly mean with an average of negative 52 fucking degrees. Fahrenheit? Yes. <sighs> and that's the average temperature in January. Uh, it's coldest month. And next up is Eureka Springs, Arkansas. Yep. You got it. Jesus. Okay. You, you are 60 or above in the geography. It's actually Eureka, Nunavut, Canada has the lowest annual mean of negative 3.5 degrees. So, in other words, the first place I said in Russia, Oymayakon, has the coldest point of the year in mm-hmm. January, negative 50 something degrees. But as for an annual mean, year round temperature, the coldest is Eureka, Canada, at negative 3.5 degrees Fahrenheit year round. That's cold, Brandon. I am looking at it. I just looked up a picture of Oyamayakon uh-huh. and then the pictures, it looks like something out of, you know, it looks like the planet Hoth. But the girls <laughs> in these pictures, their eyelashes are all uh, like thick and white with ice. Why live there? Why do that to yourself? Trying to prove something, I guess. I'm looking up Eureka Canada now. Brandon, would you rather live in the hottest place on earth or the coldest? Probably the coldest. I fucking knew you were going to say that. You're such a jackass. Okay, because in the coldest place on earth, I could go to a warm home and put on layers and keep warm. Think about the cost of heating your home in that environment. Well, you didn't ask me. I wasn't worried about that part. You have to be if you're going to live there. You're not going to pay any bills while you're there? You're going to magically just have a a trillion dollars to pay? I keep my home toasty enough. In the winter now, why, I mean, why does it have to be super expensive to keep your home warm there? Because it's working harder. I don't fucking know. But I'll tell you, I'd take the hottest place on earth. That is really, really far up there. That is absurdly far up. Eureka, Canada? On the globe, yeah. Let's take a look. Eureka needs to cut that shit out. I don't <laughs> know. Who, like, why would you keep going? Um, it's, are they now. just, I don't Holy know. Holy shit, it's, all, it's almost in Greenland. Someone was looking for Santa's workshop and said, let's just stop here, make a city and be miserable. Yeah, that, that's like as far up as you can go. It's crazy. Okay. This has been great. Are you ready for the next question? Yes. I want to know from you, what is the largest country in the world by area, by land, not by people? Russia. It is Russia. It is 17,098,246 total kilometers, uh, which equals about 6.6 million miles in length. And about 4.21% of that is water. Over 95% of its country is all land. Russia is number one by a big margin. Just like if countries were butts, yours would be Russia. Mine would probably uh, be... No, don't try to sell me that bullshit about how bony and skinny it is. It would be one of those ones that's really flat on one side. Okay, well, it's a flat, wide ass. Well, listen, have I told you about how I'm very scared of Russia? Uh, (laughs) I mean, I probably knew that. I mean, isn't everybody? Is everybody? I feel like there's a lot of people who are not scared enough of Russia. Everything about Russia terrifies me. Tell me more. The average Russian person, I think, could beat the living hell out of almost any American. 
I all I see from Russia are these videos taken from the dash dash cams, dash cameras from cars. <laughs> Uh-huh. And it's people like fighting cars that drive through these apartment buildings that look like they look like something out of the cover of a Pink Floyd album. Just this giant, desolate, faceless building in the middle of nowhere and all these sad, streetwise, angry, hardened children playing out front. And then a car drives by and they attack it with bikes and like wooden, uh, wooden uh, boards and stuff. But why? Why do they do that? Because life in Russia is hard as hell. There's bears everywhere. Don't tell Dwight true. You know, in Russia, they have a stray dog problem. And I actually read that the stray dogs, a lot of them have learned how to use the public transport system. Right. So, they will get on at a bus stop and then they will get off at a specific bus stop that, is, go, that has- Get off and bite somebody and get back on the bus. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if our podcast was a dog, it'd be the stray Russian dog. Uh, in Russia that gets off, bites somebody in the ass and then gets back on. What they, they get off at loca- at stops that are known for uh, having good food pickings. Good scraps. So, these dogs have learned to get on and get off the subway at specific stops. Isn't that the cutest goddamn thing? Chewy can't figure out how to shit outside the house. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think he sees you in the house and he just thinks, oh, this is where we keep shit in the house. <laughs> Vladimir Putin. Hell of an ass on him. I mean, really. I mean, I'm not even bullshitting there. No, he... I saw this short video online the other day of Robert Kraft, the owner of the New England Patriots, and you have, he has several Super Bowl uh-huh. rings, and one of them was stolen by Vladimir Putin. He was at some sort of event where Putin was also there. Someone suggested that President Putin might like <laughs> to see his Super Bowl ring, so he handed it to him. And Putin put it on his finger and then just walked away. Well, maybe he forgot. Let's give him the benefit of the doubt here. You don't think at any point he just looked <laughs> down and saw the, like the largest ring that they manufacture for, for fingers was still on his head? No, he, he just took it like the, like the biggest like power move. Like, no, I'm just going to take the Super Bowl ring. Like, what are you going to do about it? Well, how heartbreaking for Robert Kraft after all the Super Bowls he played in to earn that ring. He that got he... so sad that he went to have a woman massage <laughs> his, his shoulders and console him. <sighs> Little did he know. All right, I have to move on. You're down to the final two here. You might have a chance at this one. And, and the question's not about how do you not fuck up a podcast recording. Mm-hmm. So, so, you know you have a chance. Uh, the question is, what is the youngest country in the world? As in the country that was, was most recently established. It happened in July 2011. The United States played a key role in this country's journey to statehood, says Wikipedia. I'm thinking. Is it South Korea? No, but South is in the name. Do you think South Korea just started in 2011? Well, I didn't know. Maybe they were still like technically classified as something else. Mm, Okay. Hold on. South? It's in North Africa. South Sudan? Yes, sir. God damn, Brayton. Good job. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I knew it immediately. Mm, South Sudan uh, in North Africa. In July 2011, it, was a, it received independence of which 99% of its inhabitants voted for. A dependence from Big Sudan? Mm, I'm going to say I know the answer and I just won't tell you because I don't actually know the answer. Well, I can look that up right now. 
It gained independence from the Republic of Sudan in 2011. That's great for South Sudan. It's right next to Ethiopia, so it's probably hot as hell there. Well, it's in Africa, so chances are it's hot. And we want to thank all of our South Sudan listeners today. They had a, oh, they're having a civil war. I feel like maybe this is something that George Clooney is always talking about. and Maybe I should be paying more attention. Well, George Clooney also talks about how our merchandise at TennisPod.com slash merch ships internationally, including <laughs> South Sudan, maybe. He's always talking about that on when he does the <laughs> press junkets and he's like joshing back and forth with Matt Damon and Brad Pitt. He's like, uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I love to wear? <laughs> Tennis podcast t-shirts. Why not? Think about it if, at one of those press junkets. If George Clooney walked out in mm-hmm. a Tennis podcast t-shirt and sat down, and, you know, eventually they would have to ask him because when a celebrity wears something with a logo on it. It's like the puffy shirt on Seinfeld. Right. It's you. you Stands out. How, yeah. How are you not going to ask? So, th- Mr. Clooney, I have to ask, what is this podcast on your shirt? He doesn't know. It's just a shirt that he got. Well, they are fashionable, so I wouldn't blame him. Yeah. What is the oldest existing country in the world is your final question. So, the country that is still around today mm-hmm. that has its oldest history. Where was ha- Hammurabi hanging no. out at? Are you talking about the gorilla? No, Hammurabi? Oh, That's Harambe. I, oh, I you're talking about Harambe. talking about dicks out for Harambe? <laughs> no, Hammurabi, he came up with a code. I think he lived in Mesopotamia. Mm. It's not Mesopotamia. That's a whole region. Is it Cairo? No. Is it Athens? Nope. Is it Rome? Nope. Is it... Rome, Rome's not a country that's still around today. Rome is now a I mean, city in Italy. It was a, But I was talking about the city. I'm talking about a country. Do oh, you it's have a yours? country? You, I, I thought it was a city. A country. I said... Let me think now. Is it China? No, but that's near the top. That's in the top few, but it's not number one. Is it Japan? It's surrounded entirely by Italy. San Marino is the country. I did not know that it was surrounded by Italy. Well, now you know. I told you. Is it in the toe of the boot? San Marino. Let's find out together. So, you were going to school me on this but you didn't even know. I told you it's surrounded by Italy and it's not in the toe of the boot. It's at the top. That boot kind of looks like a high heel boot, right? Yeah, it looks like a kinky boots boot. Yeah, that's right. And we like a kinky here on the Tennis Podcast, am I right? It's teeny tiny. Yeah, who cares? We don't judge countries by their size. Uh, I do. It's just, <sighs> its size is just over 24 square miles. Maybe all this time when Donald Trump's been saying America's number one, he just meant number one in size and he's just wrong. <laughs> well. <laughs> is that possible? <laughs> yes. Everybody knows that number one is the biggest, it's always the biggest <laughs> Number one couldn't be the smallest. It couldn't even be the second bigness. That's ridiculous. Uh, it's on a globe. You got to look at a globe. The globe is curved and the curve makes a big difference. Makes a big difference and a lot of people agree with me. We must be the biggest. Trump thinks the world is flat, I'm sure. So, San Marino is number one. It was founded on September 3rd. It's amazing they have that down to the day. September 3rd in the year 301 BC. It's followed by Japan and China. But something else about San Marino, it was aided 
in its continued independence mm-hmm. by the fact that it sits isolated amid fortresses in high mountainous terrain. Oh, should I look at a picture of it? Well, you can. I'm not going to tell you what you should and should not do, but you certainly can. Whoa, I see a fortress. Whoa, this looks like something out of a fairy tale. It's up on the side of a high, high cliff. Mm-hmm. And it's got those, uh, what do you call those? The ramparts and mm-hmm. the buttresses. The but- the what? The big old buttresses on the side of a rampart. Hell of a buttress. Yeah, this looks like something out of a fairy tale. Well, speaking of fairy tales, it's a, it's a miracle, it's magical that we made it to the end here. You've answered every question I have and you scored two out of seven. That's an A. Yeah. Hey, you know another fact about San Marino? Mm-hmm. Played with the Dolphins for many years, made it to the playoffs, never won a Super Bowl. Some say San Marino is a, a Hall of Famer. I say he never won a Super Bowl. You see, the joke is, his name is Dan Marino. He's one letter away from San Marino. Let's read some Apple Podcast reviews. What do you say? Sure. He made it to the Pro Bowl nine times. Yeah, I got it. I got it. If you go on Apple Podcasts, it's on your iPhone or iPad. Even if you don't use the app, it would help us out a lot. If you open that bitch up, search for Tennis Podcasts, rate us five big old stars. When you're thinking about what to rate us, just think of the opposite of how Brandon did on this geography quiz. You want to rate us 100%, five out of five. And uh, write a review for us and we will read your review on this show no matter what it says. And the first one comes from Arcana. They said, quote, I started in with their episode about their favorite books and now I have more books to read. Absolute monsters! Nah, I kid. Nick and Brandon do an excellent job of making a top 10 list audio podcast a great deal of fun. What other kind of podcasts are there besides audio? A video? I've Norm MacDonald had a video podcast. They play the game with dry humor, a decent chunk of knowledge about their chosen topic, decent, solid listener input, and a dollop of nerdery. Do you, you believe this guy? Basically, Wait, did, he just, did he just call me a nerd? No. Did he just the, call the, me a four-eyed geek? He or she is spot on with that. But the decent chunk of knowledge, after all the work I do on hashtag Nick's notes and he called, whatever. Basically, it's a fun show as the descriptions. Did he call you a chunk? She called you a chunk. Basically, it's a fun show as the description suggests and if you listen on a day where books are mentioned, you're bound to end up with a to-be-read pile a mile high but technically, that's a good thing. And then, a little face with the tongue sticking out. Wait, they're telling me to, they're telling us to lick it? Yeah, I've, well, yeah, I've already licked my screen. How about you? Have you licked your screen? Go ahead. Did they, I mean, were they? Go ahead. Mm-mm. Uh, well, even though you say we only have a decent chunk of knowledge, uh, I guess you're a decent chunk of listener arcana but thanks for your review we are just bullshitting around we do appreciate you listening thank you so the next one comes from bradley from the alabaster peaks podcast that is a comedy improv podcast bradley says if you have any sort of job that requires you to appear to be comfortable in front of a camera or microphone this show may result in feelings of jealousy if only he saw our face right these two easy beefs oh wait An easy beef? These two easy beefs make it look effortless. Is easy beefs an insult? I'm Googling. I'm looking up. Yeah, look up the Urban Dictionary on that. Easy beef. So far, it's a lot of recipes. Well, I'm going to keep reading while you figure it out. 
These two easy beefs make it look effortless. Their banter is funny and entertaining. I don't even mind when they do off-topic rants. It's an exclamation point there. As Sean Connery once said, I love tennis. I think he may have been talking about the sport, but the sentiment applies here too. More exclamation points. Brandon, he loves it when you when we do off-topic rants. Me too. Hold on a minute. I got to look up easy beef before I can start on that. Uh, Urban Dictionary couldn't find it either. Bradley, we're going to assume Bradley's being hostile with an insult here. Bradley, get back to us on what an easy beef is. And uh, Brandon, do you, he loves our off-topic rants. Do you have an off-topic rant to go on right here? Something off-topic. So, can't be on the topic of easy beefs or Sean Connery or Apple podcast reviews. And I already talked about nasty feet, right? That, yeah, last, last nasty episode. Nasty men's feet. Mm-hmm. Okay, a lot of those guys who have nasty feet and walk around in flip-flops and cargo shorts and have big guts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Also drive trucks with tailgate hitch left on, like a, you know, a, like a ball hitch. This rant sucks so far. Do you know what I'm talking about? A ball yes, hitch, yes. right? Do you know how long it takes to put it on or take it off? No. Like less than five seconds. You reach in, you pull this little metal hook thing out and it comes out. Okay. But when you leave those things in and then you're driving a truck and you insist on backing into a space so that you can peel out like Batman <laughs> when you're done with your errand at the grocery store. When you do uh-huh. that and stick the back of your truck with the t- big trailer hitch into the front of the space behind you, it pokes the fuck through the front of somebody else's car if they're not paying attention or even if they are paying attention and they're trying to squeeze into a space that you so rudely took up with a big sharp chunk of steel. Well, not only that, but even if there's no car there, it takes up space in the parking spot behind them. Yes. So, basically what you're saying, if someone drives a truck, they should unsubscribe from our show. No, if someone drives a truck with a trailer hitch attached all the time and you're not frequently pulling a trailer, take it off. Well, now that you've alienated a good chunk of our listenership. Could you drive around with a big steel thing sticking out the front of your car? A big sword? Are you allowed to ride around with spears sticking out of your car? Or a samurai sword signed by Randy Jackson. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You can't have sharp obtrusions sticking out the rest of your car. Why is that one okay? I'll give you a sharp obtrusion, but it's not sticking out the front of my car. Am I right? Yikes. Well, Brandon, I'll give that off-topic rant the same grade as your geography skills today. It sucked. D minus. It sucked. sucked. But it's fresh in my mind. I banged my shin on one of those at Target the other day and I was Ah, still pretty raw about it. There it is. There's the source. We love all of our listeners, even if you're an asshole with a truck with a hitch thing sticking out. And we want to thank Bradley and Arcana for leaving their very kind reviews. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. We'll be back next week with a normal episode. And in the meantime, you should definitely follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and YouTube at TennisPod. Listen to past episodes at TennisPod.com. And try out a free seven-day trial for Blinkist at Blinkist.com slash tennis. Brandon, what else do we need to plug here at the end? You can follow me on Twitter at my new Twitter handle, Sidekick Host. Mm-hmm. I did. I changed it. It's already live. Are you serious? Yeah, I changed it. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. Well, I'm glad you've accepted it. You can also follow me at Nick underscore Amel on Twitter. That's E-M-E-L. 
Wait, you can't use that against me anymore now. If I've accepted no. sidekick host, you have to come up with something new. I'm not using it against you. I just am, I'm just identifying you by what you are. You identify a mailman by he's the mailman. I'm identifying you by your role on this show. Sidekick host. I don't assume a male person's, a person person's gender. <laughs> You're right. That was wrong of me. I should not have done that. Sidekick host now. You got nothing to use against me. Now you got to be nice. Uh, that's absolutely not true and I'm always nice to you. I'm going to end this thing. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.